With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside Hour 3. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. And, and you know, the, the thing is, Doug, and maybe this is a silver lining for me today, being a Mets fan and celebrating Bobby Bonilla Day, and already I'm getting the early morning. T- oh, I didn't know you were up. Yeah, you're doing, hey, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Great. Thanks a lot. Um, with all this money going on, we talked about Zion getting his extension and Jokic getting $62 million. Maybe at some point just getting a million dollars for doing nothing on, on July 1st, it, it will just go by everybody and people lose interest. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping over the next few years with Bobby Bonilla Day. I mean, maybe that happens. Yeah, a million dollars doesn't get you what it used to, too. Like, no. We think of a million dollars, a lot of stuff. He's like, Bobby, he's like, oh, all I got is a million dollars today? Man, it's a lot better 10 years ago. <laughs> How long till we get to the point where he says, oh, you know, I got screwed in this deal. You know, I should be getting more. This should be something. Mean, I don't know, another couple of years until he's like, oh, this, this million dollars is like nothing. Well, I mean, if you would have gone back, you know, three years ago, four years ago, maybe even a year ago, I would have said he's getting screwed in this deal because if you put that money in the market, Right? If he got it all, put it all in the market, it would have been worth exponentially more when the market just exploded. But now, obviously, you know, well, what if he put it all in Bitcoin? <laughs> you know, and now, now he's sitting there going, like, wait, how much? So <laughs> I, I do like it. Look, it's a it's a really interesting thing when you first like I, you first sit down with a financial advisor and they they ask you the question. This is the stuff they should teach you in business school, which I think they do now is more financial literacy, you know, and just the idea of like, you know, should you take the payout up front or should you defer? If you defer, you know, it becomes found money to you. You know, it, it's great. Um, that, that mailbox money is, is something else. Or you just look down your, in your bank account, you're like, wow, that get wired to me. I didn't even think about that. But there, you know, the financial people will always tell you you're better off taking the money up front and being able to use it and not just spend it, but also invest it. And it could be worth exponentially more, but um, it, it's it got to not suck to be by Bonilla to get that deferred payment of a million dollars on July first. That's a that's a good feeling. That's a good 
it's a good good feeling. Maybe that could work in in you know outside of sports, like wherever else you work. Like, hey, I know I'm I'm good. I I haven't worked at that place in five years. I'll really yeah, but I got deferred payments coming up in a couple. I'm going to be awesome. Yeah, when I'm 55 years old, I start getting uh, you know X amount of dollars a year. These deferred payments. This Bobby Bonilla was really on the on the cusp of a, of a game changer for us. He he definitely was. <laughs> speaking of game speaking of game changer, you just picked up this article, this Dan Wetz article. So look, there's two massive stories, right? And we're covering them both. Pat Garrity's going to join us later on this hour. Uh, Pat, of course, played a decade in the league. He was also the president of the NBA PA when he was a player. Okay, so Pat, Pat can tell you, and and he so not this collective bargaining room, but the previous one, he like authored, like he was really part. He knows all of it. He works for Stadium Sports. He was the GM of the Detroit Pistons, and in between playing for the Magic and being with the Pistons organization, in between that little stretch there, he actually worked in the financial world. Um, I think in I think in Connecticut. He went to Duke, got his MBA. So a brilliant guy. So we'll we'll talk to him about Did you play with him trades. at Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah. He was a sophomore. He was awesome. He's my best my best Pat Garrity story is this one. Uh Fran McCaffrey recruited us both. Fran of course now the head coach at Iowa and uh Pat is a, he was a, I think a mechanical engineering or bioengineering, something really smart um, major. And his first semester at Notre Dame, he got a B. He got all A's and a B. And Fran called him in. And Fran's obviously then the, the lead assistant at Notre Dame, Hunter John McLeod. And he said, Pat, we didn't bring you here from Monument, Colorado. We didn't bring you all the way here from Colorado, you know, for you to get a B. He was like, okay, Fran. Right. And he was being sarcastic, but Pat took it as a challenge. And I don't think he got a B ever again. In college. Like he's, <laughs> he's insane. He's insanely bright. Anyway, um, so we got that. And then you got this USC and UCLA break off to the Big Ten, which I mean, I think it's, it's shaken college sports to its core. I think it could potentially help the Big 12. Um but it, it could have, I don't know if it could have been avoided, but the Pac-12 now or what's left of it, and you're sitting there, you got, you have no L.A., right? The drawing card to the L.A. schools is that so many of the so many of the talented players are from L.A. And, hey, you get to play every year back at UCLA or USC, basketball, football, all the same. And now L.A., I, I don't know what you do if you're if you're the Pac-12. Um, but you have that article from Dan Wetzel, right, and mm-hmm. where there was – an agreement in place that only the Pac-12 and ACC balked at, which was 12-team playoff and what's called a golden ticket. In other words, if you won the Pac-12, you won the ACC, you got an automatic bid to the college football playoff when it would expand. And the fear was that the SEC would have so many bids that it would have financial dominance. But now you're the Pac-12. You didn't agree to that deal. The ACC didn't agree to that deal. You'll never get a chance at that deal ever again. No, I I, I look at it as the the ramifications here going forward. This is awful for the Pac-12 and the ACC because the the next domino that will wind up falling is you're going to see, boy, will Clemson and Florida State and Miami stay in the ACC? Are they going to say, hey, you know what, man, boy, the SEC would be something, or uh, you know, maybe the Big Ten? It depends on how you want to go geographically. But I, I don't. We go from the Power Five conferences. How far away are we from the Power Three conferences? You know, or maybe even just the power two, depending on how much the Big 12 stays around after. And it's just, okay, we're going to be SEC, we're going to be Big 10, and that's kind of what it's going to be. And and those are the ones that are going to eat the other ones and, and out of existence. Because if you can't replace USC and UCLA, look, we had Petros Papadakis on earlier in the show, college football analysts, and today we're going to probably be in this for about seven years before you see, you know, another, you know, big change away from this. And in seven years, we, we may not even have these conferences anymore or the Pac-12 may be you know just like the Mountain West how, how we look at them and the same thing with the Big 12 and the ACC we, we could be getting power three power two conferences soon well um look I think there's a couple scenarios I mean San Diego State and UNLV have always been blocked out of the Pac-10 Pac-12 and you know frankly San Diego State's basketball was the caliber of, of the top of the Pac-12 for the last decade they open a new stadium this year, although it's only a, I think a 30,000 
seat stadium. Obviously, our football is not there, and UNLV's football is not there as well. So you do you wonder what's in play. I don't think we get to the two com- two major conferences. I I just don't think that works. I, I could be wrong, um, but the reason that all of this movement has taken place is always lined up with the new TV deals. And the next TV deal, obviously the Big Ten one, when it comes through, is going to be gigantic, biggest one ever. And the the Big 12, I believe, is the next one up. And what they do, I think, tells you a lot about what this is going to look like. You know, I mean, it would make a lot of sense to get Colorado and Utah. They have Colorado, Utah, BYU all right there. I mean, heck, you know, I've you Air Force actually has a very good national following and it's a great academic institution. I mean, I, 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 I think you add that, but then you have Arizona, Arizona state. You can add those, those teams. The, the big thing for the big 10 is going to be, I, I know people act like it's not that big a deal, but you're at a tremendous disadvantage. If you have to travel where, how they have to travel for every game, a tremendous disadvantage. And I do think that, I think it's going to hurt UCLA a ton. Um, I think it'll help them for their basketball in terms of putting people in the arena. I think it'll help them for the Rose Bowl and putting people in the stadium. But the chance of competing in football, I, I, I don't, I don't see it. Those schools are just way they're like USC is all in on football. Well, most every school in the Big Ten is all in on football. UCLA kind of they they've just now. I mean, their new athletic director Martin Drummond, he's done a good job. And they finally built that football facility and they redid basketball a couple years ago. And it's nice. But and they finally got an on-campus practice facility for basketball. They don't have a stadium on campus for football. I mean, like, do you understand the people understand the, the disadvantage? Take, take it Wisconsin. Right now, Wisconsin, obviously, you don't have the players that grow up there. Enough of them that you can field a team, especially, you know, you got to import a Russell Wilson. You got to import some of these skill position guys. You just don't. Okay, but Wisconsin, you put, I don't know how many people get into Camp Randall, 80, 90,000 people. You know, you have that whole, the whole jump around the student section. They're just falling out of their dorms and their apartments and walking over onto campus. To UCLA to get to the Rose Bowl, it's an hour. It's an hour on a college football Saturday to get there. So I, I think that place will be full, but it'll be like the Chargers. They'll be playing road games. And then. I, I don't I don't know how they they compete against the Big Ten. Those schools are built better. I don't I'm not I'm going to disagree with Petros in terms of running the football like Ohio State runs it, but they've thrown it a ton here. You know, the last decade, I don't think USC style doesn't work. If they have the dudes defensively in two years, they'll be just fine with Lincoln Riley. But the bigger thing is like you're going to get on a plane for every road game except for and then. Here's the part. I heard Brady Quinn, our morning show on Fox Sports Radio, is two pros and a cup of Joe. Got LeVar Arrington. You got Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn's like, oh, USC. They, UCLA they got their rival. They play they play USC. Like, dude, Cal and UCLA, the whole – when the Pac-12 expanded, a huge portion of the divisions was, one, everyone who wanted to play in L.A., and two, you have the basketball rivalries of UCLA and Arizona – and you have the outright rivalries of UCLA and Cal. I just, what happens to all, and, and people can act like those rivalries don't matter and change just happens. Like, that's bull. These things have been going on for 100 years. And you have to ask yourself, honestly, why do you watch college football? It's not better football than the NFL, is it? Like, no one would tell you that college football is as good as the NFL. The pump and the circumstance and the pageantry, they're traditions, Right? We've played them forever, right? I mean, heck, Texas and Texas A&M, who they'll start playing each other now in the SEC. But remember, they used to play each other, and the old the old wives' tale was that the winner got to go to the, you know, the best little best little house in Texas. You know that 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 musical? Mm-hmm. That's like a real story of Texas and Texas A&M, and to the victors go the spoils. That's a real thing. I I said this when Kansas used to play Missouri. That rivalry goes back to the Civil War where Missouri was a border state, you know, or slave state essentially, and Kansas was a free state. And Missouri, under cover of darkness, burned Lawrence to the ground. Like, that's a rivalry. Now all of a sudden you're just playing teams that are just on your schedule. 
Yeah, but the, these are games, though, and this is where, you know, Dan Wetzel's article gets into this, is that just just take USC and UCLA, right? This is going to be great for USC, and as you said, it's going to be awful for UCLA. So many of the schools, you, we're now talking about just a hand, maybe 12 or 15 that are going to be the top-level schools that are going to be able to have everything. They can win, and they're going to make money. Everybody else is just, well, I'm along to make money. That, I mean, that's what college football has become, that we're all, I mean, everybody wants to make it, but schools like UCLA, are you playing well? No. What's been your record the last years? Ah, you know, four and eight, three and nine. Now ah, we had six and six. We went to the Sun Bowl. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Uh, but so many of these schools now are all irrelevant. You know, like like I was excited when Syracuse joined the ACC for football and basketball, right? When this happened, because you know that's my school, it's where I went. I'm excited. Oh boy, we're in the ACC now. It's going to be awesome. And then what's happened? We've gotten swallowed up in the ACC. We we can't get to a bowl game because the competition is too big. And couldn't compete. And in college, and, yeah, and in college basketball now, we're lucky if we're a set. We're with the seventh team, and, and and if we can squeak in, and and that's been awful for our school. And while yeah, okay, you've been getting the ACC money, it, it, it's about competing, and you're now talking about cutting off. You know, of, of the 120 Division One schools, you're cutting 85 to 95 of them out from. Yeah, no, competing's not going to happen for you. You just be happy making your money, and it's going to be about the, the these 12 or 15 schools. That's what the deals are doing is that we're just cutting what's relevant down from here's an entire sport to well all right all right well I'm going to go watch my team this Saturday because it's what I like to do but I have no illusions that we can go to a bowl game or we can we can win or we can make a playoff you know the hope of the college football fan for the vast majority of these teams is going out the window but but we're making money so hey it's going to be okay we're making money but being able to win and have that that's not happening can you imagine how mad the Rose Bowl is today oof <laughs> and those those Rose Bowl people are used to getting their way too. Yeah, now we're the granddaddy of them all. Um, and yeah, I mean, this one's going to be a, an interesting one. And and look, there, there's a portion of it where I say, like, if I'm Mark, if I'm UCLA, okay, and I'm uh, we can make a hundred million dollars in our media rights deal, and we weren't making fifty last year, and the state of California doesn't give you much of anything. And, you know, the, the Wasserman group has given them a ton. They have some good donors, but not not the likes of everybody else in college sports. Like you, you got to take that money. You got to do it. But there's for any decision you make, there's a downside to it. And, uh, you know, Cal being left out of this thing. Whew, that's a That's an interesting one in the UC system. Um, and then, you know, you have what happens with Stanford is interesting to me. Of course, you have Oregon and Washington, pride, proud universities. That that whole element to it is fascinating. But I think I think this is great timing for the Big 12 and that the Big 12 could can solidify itself as it's not going to be the SEC or the Big 10, but it could be right there in the third league variety with the ACC if it adds smartly. And I'm I'm. Because you're in Texas, you're in Florida, you know, I don't know how you, you can't really get to California unless you add Cal or Stanford. That's where the players are, right? And like we, there's a lot of talk about money and money is important and being in the college football playoff is important, okay? But like the reason that Notre Dame, Notre Dame is brilliant in their scheduling, right? They recruit nationally and they recruit nationally by they play in the ACC. They'll play in Virginia, the Virginia Tech of Virginia, right? When the ACC schedule, it's a great portal rec- recruiting ground. Then they go play in Florida every year. They play in California every year. Remember, they played in Texas. They played Texas as well. They do that for recruiting. So I, I'm interested in what the Big 12 does. But more than anything, like this is, man, what a titanic uh, land shift. And it's, it's, it's just it's fascinating to see how this thing got done and got done so quickly so quietly when you know everybody's got sources somewhere but yeah college sports can do this right i mean when whenever we get teams that are changing conferences making big moves or or coaches suddenly i'm going here college sports where they have so many more variables are able to keep it a secret they're able to keep it a secret. professional sports we know right away hey i'm thinking of oh uh, brad hey here new sources uh zion williamson to sign because but in college sports it's, oh yeah hey all these things are, are just jumping on top of you right away and it's it makes it what's their secret for keeping secrets i mean with more people that are out there I, I, 
Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you an honest story here. OK, I don't know if you remember this, but when the SEC initially expanded with Texas A&M and Missouri, OK, I actually broke the story. And um, this was after the Texas was going to the Pac-12 and that didn't happen. So what, what and I tried to give it to the football guys and the other guys when I was at ESPN and because they had been burned like the week before, two weeks before Texas, they were like, I'm not touching it. So this is a really as a true story. OK, I get a call early one morning from a friend of mine who's with a, a, a basketball team. I'm not going to say which one because I'd probably give it away who's touring overseas. The, the school, the basketball program was on a, on a tour in, I think, France or in Switzerland or something. They're playing a game. And the athletic director came in and sat the players and the coaches down with the boosters with them and said, hey, here's what's happening back home. A&M is leaving and they're going to the SEC. Missouri's going with them. And they're, and they're going to try and add Clemson and Georgia Tech as well. Now, Clemson and Georgia Tech got blocked off by by an alliance, right, with the Kentuckys of the world and the the Georgias and the floor and and all the others that you know Florida didn't want Florida State in, etc. But that's so. Then I got the phone call, and then I called a a, a couple friends who were at those universities, and they said, "Yeah, this is going to happen." Anyway, I was called a liar. I didn't know what I was talking about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But that's how it happened. Is they they actually it wasn't actually a leak. It was. Because of the time zone difference, this is going to happen later today. Over breakfast, the athletic director sat down the team and the coaches and told them what's and the boosters and told them what was going to happen. Wow, that's a great story. Time difference. That sometimes is all about that. Wow. Time zone. Wow. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan Patrick today here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, speaking of basketball, we got more of it coming up next. What is next for Kevin Durant? Kyrie Irving as NBA free agency is absolutely insane keep it right here fox be sure to catch the live edition of the dan patrick show weekdays at 9 a.m eastern 6 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. 
If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. As NBA free agency hits day two, what is next for Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and others? Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, a man who gave Doug Gottlieb all kinds of sound financial advice back when they were teammates in Notre Dame, former NBA player. Check him out at Stadium right now, Pat Garrity. Pat, what's happening? Man, I'm just trying to, like, absorb everything that happened yesterday. It was like once the Kevin Durant news broke, it was – it was like hard to concentrate on all these other moves that teams were trying to make because I guess we shouldn't have been surprised, but I was still surprised. Oh, okay, if you were surprised and you've been in the Pistons front office, you know, you've been the when you're a player, the president of the, the Players Association. Um, what what about what 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 do you think really happened in Brooklyn? Right, because Sean Marks said, "Hey, we want guys to play for each other. We want guys that are." available all the time, like all these things that were clearly directed at Kyrie. He did say it was Kyrie, but he said everybody hadn't had communication with Kevin Durant. Uh, Kyrie, who I guess is representing himself, shops himself for a shine and trade that doesn't come come to be. He opts in and, and now KD opts, uh, says he wants to be traded. What do you think happened there? I, I So I think what happened was when when Brooklyn wasn't able to fully commit or wasn't willing to fully commit to Kyrie, I think, and this is just speculation. I, I haven't talked to anyone there. I, I, you know, this is pure just outside looking in. I, I think that Kevin Durant was probably like, well, what are we doing here? Like, I came here to have this thing of my own and win a championship. And for you know, for right or for wrong, and I mean, you know, I have my own opinion on wh- how much I'd be willing to commit to Kyrie. They weren't willing to commit to Kyrie, and I, I think in his mind, he's like, "Well, if you're not willing to commit, what am I doing here? What are we doing here? Let me just go find someplace else." And I think, you know, all of us look from the outside looking in. N- none of us would want to commit our, our franchise to Kyrie, right? Like. None of us would want to put four new years on his contract and be kind of at the whims of someone who was a terrific player, but in the last couple of years just showed from a just a purely basketball standpoint, from an availability standpoint, that the reliability is a huge question. Um, and so I think that they were they were right to be concerned about that. But I think not committing to this team going forward in that in that manner, and then. Obviously, Kevin Durant not trusting them to go and find a better solution if Kyrie wasn't a part of it, in my mind, seems like what led him to go down this path. Pat, you know, as, as Doug talked about, your time in the front office with the Pistons and, and, and comparing now a different angle on this, were the Nets ready? For any of this, did they bite off more than they can chew? Did they just see the star power of, hey, Kevin wants to come here and Kyrie wants to come here and we're going to figure it out? Because as we've seen the last three years, they had no way to figure it out. They they were at odds with with, uh, coaching and management and it didn't work even though they kowtowed to Kyrie and allowed him to to miss as many games as he did. I don't know that I look at the Nets and I just go, yeah, they were completely out of their depth on this one. Yeah, I mean, in hindsight, it certainly appears to be the case. I mean, when you look back at what the Nets were when Sean Marks took over the franchise, everything that they were known for was, you know, building this culture of work and, you know, we're going to do things differently and we're going to do things the right way. And I think, you know, making the pivot to we're going to now – uh, we've amassed all these assets and then we can go be a player to bring in, you know, these three all-NBA players and, and just the talent alone – 
you know, we can paper over maybe anything else that came up. I, I think they that, that was probably a thought. And look, I'm sure that there are 20 other teams that would have thought that way too, just because the talent is so great and you have to have that talent to win in the NBA. Um, and so I, I think that what we're seeing here maybe is probably a lot of teams like rethinking that strategy, right? Like, there's a difference when you draft an all-NBA player and you have him under that rookie contract and extend him and he's part of your organization. I mean, there's a stake that I think players have in those types of situations versus when they're 28 years old, come off their second contract, sign as a free agency. I mean, if you're going to build your team that way with, with that as your, your primary player – I mean, you're you're oftentimes setting yourself up for issues where they're going to want things that maybe don't align with the long-term interest and success of your franchise. Uh, okay, so so Pat, what? Here's here's what happens, right? We all sit here on sports radio, and you later today on on stadium on on TV and on digital, and we talk about KD and would he fit in Miami? I think that'd be a great fit. Would he fit with the Clippers? Would he fit with whomever? But you have to send something back in return. Like Brooklyn's not going to get a guy under contract who's arguably the best, if not a top five player, you know, in the NBA, not giving away. So having sat in that seat and made these decisions and made moves before, what does a Kevin Durant trade look like? Well, unfortunately, I've never been in a position to have a discussion about getting one of the best players of all time. So that, that in a sense, I guess would be a good problem to have. But I think you made, I think the point you're making is the right point. Like, let's take Phoenix, for example, right? Any trade with the Phoenix Suns is going to involve Miles Bridges, right? And, and, and Miles Bridges is maybe not an all-NBA player, but like, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul. I mean, are they winning the championship? Like you need, like you, we saw with Boston, we saw with Golden State, like the depth that they have great players and they have depth. And so I think that's going to be the tricky part is I think that there are a number of teams that can put together packages of a young emerging all-star type player, five first round picks that, that gets this kind of thing done. Um, it's just a question of how, much teams are willing to gut their depth. And if you're going to gut your depth like that, are you really going to be a contention? When you look at the other teams, the teams that were playing in the Eastern and Western Conference Finals issues, I mean, those were deep teams with highest, the highest end talent kind of in their starting units. You know, because that, that's the thing, Pat, is that this is Kevin Durant now. And yes, when Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant, he is unbelievable. And he has still shown glimpses that he can be that guy. But this is also someone now who's going to be 34. That is still, you know, you don't know what his overall health is going to be going forward. And when you have to gut your team, is is the is the... Is the image and the idea of getting Kevin Durant for some teams maybe better than the actual reality of getting Kevin Durant because of what they have to give up and suddenly, oh, hey, we got KD, but, oh, we're not nearly the team we thought we were because you look at what just happened with KD and Kyrie and they couldn't make it work in Brooklyn. I Well, I think he's still good enough where, I mean, he's that good of a player where if you put him on the floor, surround him with guys who are at least capable defensively who can switch and who aren't going to get overwhelmed with physicality and size like you're going to run into in the playoffs, That that's a team, no question, that can go to a conference semifinal at minimum, right? But, I, I, you know, I think what we're talking about here is winning to championships. Win and, yeah. Right. And so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know any trade. Are you going to build a team with the depth that you can to do it? I mean, no question. Any team you go, you go to the Phoenix side, they win 50-plus games, and they're a top-four team in the West, right? Are they beating Golden State? Are they beating, you know, are they beating the Clippers, right? Memphis, who's a deep team. That's the question. Oh, yeah, or, I mean, Denver's going to get Jamal Murray back uh, next, next year, right? But, like, what does yeah. – that one? That yeah. one's going to be – that one's going to be absolutely fascinating. Um, help me out. You're a, a cap genius, okay? Can't – can't, can't the Lakers Genius. just buy it? I like being on this show. <laughs> okay. Can't, what, what, what can the Lakers do with that Russell Westbrook contract so that they can have some – because, right, they have that, – that's the other thing that came out this week, right? Kyrie wanted to go there and, like, well, we can give you a $6.5 million, you know, veterans minimum exemption. Like, he ain't doing – he's not – like, he's not about money, but 
he's definitely not about losing thirty million dollars. They just don't yeah. have anything to offer up. What can they? What can they do realistically to get a, get that off their books? Well, well, here's the problem. I mean, the, the getting that money off the books is not an issue. I mean, all you go out and you find a team with you know a guy that has what's considered a bad contract extending out beyond this year and um, that could potentially play, and you take that in. But the problem with that is the team isn't just gonna gonna just you know dump. For example, Gordon Hayward, who has another year on his contract, his contract goes out to twenty three, twenty four, right? The Charlotte Hornets would first of all that doesn't make much sense from a basketball standpoint to do that, and they're gonna want things like picks along with doing that. And so, really, when you're in the Lakers standpoint, you're like, are we willing to take on another year in the thirty plus range when we could when we could just kind of suck it up this year? play it out and, and be in a much better position next summer. Um, so that's the problem is that the, for the Lakers to do that, they are going to have to take on a contract that extends beyond this year. And I don't think it's in their an advantage to do that. I think they just play it out this year and they set themselves up for 23-24. NBA analyst for stadium, cap expert, and a guy who always says Doug Gottlieb should have passed the ball to me more when we were teammates. It's Pat Garrity. He's on Twitter, <laughs> at Pat Garrity. Not, not possible. <laughs> Uh, these things are possible. Hey, hey, I, I I'll, I'll tell you what. I should have shot more. I should have shot more. It was my that, fault for like trying to play the right way. That's, 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 that's very. That's very true. It's not possible. I didn't shoot, so it wasn't. wasn't, wasn't possible. <laughs> At Pat Garrity eight on Twitter. Hey, have a good show later on today, Pat. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, fellas. All right. All right, Doug. Yeah, you brought up an interesting point with with the the trade and you know, things have to go back to the Nets to make a deal. You can't just say, "Oh, hey, I want to go here," but there's nothing you can give up. What are the odds the Nets just say, you know what, screw you, we got a good offer from an an off-the-radar team, whether it's a Sacramento or a Detroit or something like that, and it's it's not a preferred destination. They go, this is where we're sending you, and we're going to stick to our guns with with a kind of deal like this. Can you see that kind of scenario or things that bad with KD and the Nets where they would just say, you know what, no, we're we're not going to do this. We're not going to get a couple of good players from this team. We're going to send you wherever the hell we want to send you. I mean, the interesting one would be Oklahoma City, right? I mean, they have so many picks. <laughs> if they just sit here, take all the picks, you know, um, that would be that. That would be the fascinating one. But I, I don't think so. Like, you're not going to necessarily do KD a solid because he signed a deal. He's under contract for four years, and I, I, I mean, I see both sides. This I completely agree with KD with uh, with uh, with P, with PG with Pat Garrity, where he's like. I don't really blame Kevin Durant here, right? Like you came because you were going to play with Kyrie and then you had James Harden and you're like, all right, let's roll. And now James Harden doesn't get in shape, you know, it doesn't have explosiveness and you're playing with a ragtag group and in, uh, no one knows what's next. Like I'm out. Like I, I do understand that. So I don't think they're going to do him a solid and take a bad deal, but I think there's a good deal to be had there. So I, I think, you know, Houston and Oklahoma city have most of the picks, I don't think he's going to Sacramento. I could be wrong. Um, what would happen if he did? I mean, this is one of those, you say you love to play basketball, but, <laughs> you know, you also, uh, uh, Durant, the, the, Durant would not be a guy I don't think that wouldn't play because he just loves to play. But that would be, that would be a hard one. And I don't think that would be well received by other stars in the league. So, I think he'll go to a reputable team. It'll just be whatever reputable team offers the best. Like, look, what about the Boston Celtics? They were close last time, right? They were close last time to to signing him as a a free agent. Would they come off of Jalen Brown or or Jason Tatum? I don't know. Would you would you would you do that? Um, That one would be fascinating. I, I. what about this Denver? This going to be interesting. You, you mentioned Denver. Hey, they, you know, Jamal Murray. Because, what about Denver? They, they certainly have a couple of pieces. You know, they got injury issues with Jamal Murray. What about something like that? And, 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 and that's a big package goes from Denver, and KD and Jokic are playing together. Yeah. I, I, I mean, KD and Jokic would be amazing because Jokic is such a great passer. Um, I, I think Denver thinks, you know, they've been waiting on Murray. I, I think they think they have something special. But, again, part of it is, and this is where Pat is talking about the Phoenix deal, any Phoenix deal, Phoenix is going to want to throw in DeAndre Ayton in a sign-in trade. Well, what makes you think that Brooklyn wants DeAndre Ayton? You know? Because 
for a sign and trade, you're going to have to oversign him to what Phoenix didn't want to sign him for. Why should we want a guy that you didn't want for that money to sign for that money to play for us? So it's it's going to be tricky. I don't think they'll send him to one of the bottom feeders, but I I also don't think they're going to necessarily set him up for success. I I don't. I would guess that Brooklyn is not concerned about themselves and Kevin Durant, and we don't want to send him to a rival, or whatever. If they tear this thing down, it's going to be several years before they're built back up. And by then, Kevin Durant may be on to another team or or won't be nearly as big a factor. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show, Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes today. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs extraordinary is one test drive away. Learn more at MBUSA.com. That's MBUSA.com. Well, straight ahead, maybe the biggest lesson to learn from what we've seen the last 24 hours from Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. What is it? It's next right here, Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. Get upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith and Doug Gottlieb in for Dan and the Danettes here on Bobby Bonilla Day. Oh, we're just getting warmed up. Doug, you would think like the Mets signed a huge free agent the way my phone is going this morning. It's, oh, hey, I'm so happy you're up early. How's the show going? They always ask me how you are, but it, I get a, always get a HBBD. Like sometimes it's just a happy Bobby Bonilla Day. It's a, Really, it's, it's better than my birthday and Father's Day. I get more texts on this day. That's amazing. That's that's amazing on a, on a multitude of levels. A little sad, but but, but amazing. <laughs> it's my life. What can I what can I tell you? Uh, so with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, now their future's up in the air. We don't know where KD is going to go. Kyrie Irving seems to want to find his way to the Lakers. With this now failure that we look back at with the Nets, uh, 
part of this angle that I see now with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is now we're going to reassess the teaming up in in different cities, right? The the you know the Heatles bringing it when LeBron and and Wade and Bosh all teamed up and they went to four finals and won two of them. Sometimes, you know, being in business with friends isn't all it's cracked up to be because it's hard to hold them accountable. And, and look, KD didn't hold Kyrie Irving accountable at all for the amount of time he was away from the team. There was never any, hey, Kyrie, we're trying to win a championship here. Can you not be on a Zoom call uh, for a mayor mayoral candidate for New York and play in a game instead? Uh, you know, and forget about the vaccine part of it, too. Is that He was never able to hold him accountable. And even at the end, when everything was going on with Kyrie, in the Nets and we thought he was going to be traded. He had this list of teams he wanted to go to. What does Kevin Durant say? Oh, the Nets, the Nets never found a way to get to really know Kyrie Irving. Uh, I think they did a lot and they bent over backwards to keep him happy, but that wasn't enough. So I, I, it, it's hard. Like if, if you join up with a with a with a friend somewhere and you'd go into business, whether it's just in a startup business or you you want to have your own business venture, sometimes it goes sideways like this and you have to rethink it. Well, I, I agree. I also think, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot. I put a lot of that blame on Kyrie because people point to the vaccine and this year they forget his first year there, you know, early on the season, he essentially said, Hey, none of these guys are going to be, most of these guys aren't going to be here. When we're really good anyway. Right. Like just, and then, you know, they hire Steve Nash and we don't really need a coach. There's just a, a lot of different stuff. With they could be the coach, want- right? That's what he said. We, KD, yeah, you and I could be the coach uh, on any given night. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. right. Which and you know, he, he, there's a bunch of different stuff. Um, I mean, even after the season, where he's just like, yeah, you know, me and Joe, who's the owner, you know, we're gonna get together. He didn't mention Steve Nash, and you know, and the GM, the owner, and me, we're gonna get together and maybe decide the franchise. Like what? I mean, the guy just lost his mind. Some of it is, you know, I, I don't think people lost jobs as much over COVID, and but it exposed guys that didn't want to be a part of something bigger than them. I, I think the big thing is that you just can't acquiesce to every desire of these guys. I think that's what brought down the Lakers. I think that's what, you know, is that they constantly changing guys and changing coaches because of what LeBron wants and signing, and they – they overpaid for Anthony Davis and then they 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 knew what they wanted to do and get Buddy Heald and they acquiesced and let LeBron and Anthony Davis decide on Russell Westbrook. So I, I think I think a good portion of it is not just don't join up with friends, it's whoever's in charge, you gotta let them do their deal. And that's part of what makes Steph and Clay so special is they're great players, but they don't carry the ego of some of these guys that they're gonna demand who their teammates are. They let Bob Myers figure that out. You know, they let Bob Myers figure that out. They don't try and manage anybody else. They don't even try and manage Draymond. They let Steve Kerr ha- handle that. I think that's, that's where their approach was off. It's not because it, look, if they had those two, I don't think they should have bit the apple and gone after James Harden. I thought that brought him, brought him down as, as much as anything. But again, so much of this is acquiescing to what your star players want. There was an article in the off season before this year, about how those guys just do whatever they want, whenever they want. And you can't, you can't run a franchise that way. You can't have a basketball team that way. The, the, the players can't be in charge. You have to have a coach that people respect. He's got to work with the star players, but there has to be a totem pole, and they cannot be at the top. Are things different? For the for them when they go like when, when wherever Kevin Durant winds up is he suddenly back involved and invested in winning? Does Kyrie Irving understand that I'm never getting paid again unless I show up for 65 games a year and show that I can still be an elite player? Because well, as much as I want to believe that, I don't know that that's the case with either of them anymore. Well, I, I'm gonna disagree with you. There's Kevin Durant is about is about winning. He's he's about nothing else. He wants to win in basketball games. Nothing else matters. Kyrie, I, I no one knows. Unbelievable talent, unbelievable talent. But I mean, you heard from from Pat Garrity, like he was in for more than half a decade. He was in the front office, the Detroit Pistons. Like, he's, you know, nobody's giving giving him four years. Nobody wants that. If he didn't figure that out this this week when he wanted to sign and trade. Remember, Kyrie's essentially representing himself. So he had to make those phone calls and those phone calls like, yeah, we just we're not into the sign and trade. He's calling for himself. So I, I, I think the Kyrie question is the bigger question. Will he just play basketball? When he just plays basketball, 
He's great. Now, then he's got to actually follow the game plan. You know, the I've shared the story when he's in Boston. They're playing the Bucks in the playoffs. Their game plan was for him to hard hedge and get back to his guy. And he kept switching and guarding Giannis, who, of course, you know, lit him up. He just wouldn't do what Brad Stevens and decided he should do uh, for, for the betterment of the team. So there's a couple of levels to it for Kyrie, but I, I Kevin Rant wants to win. And he knows that in order to cement his legacy as one of the five, ten greatest players of all time, he, he's got to win some more. And he can, but I, I don't think that's ever been called into question. The 2022 Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, Extraordinary, is one test drive away. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Doug at Gottlieb Show. Doug, you got big plans today celebrating Bobby Bonilla Day? Are you, gonna, you getting paid a million dollars to do nothing? Uh, no, I'm um, going to New York, and I'm coaching a team that we're going to Israel on, uh, on the night of the 3rd. And so we'll, we'll be broadcasting actually from there after this. Awesome stuff, Doug. Great stuff, as always. Coming up next, Colin Coward. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The fully electric EQS sedan from Mercedes-Benz is innovation on a magnificent scale. Available with the epic 56-inch touch-sensitive hyperscreen. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQS. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.